Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Are you someone that people always comes to for advice? Do you find yourself helping people to work out their strengths and help them to work on the areas that they want to improve? Or are you a little bit confused about this thing called coaching and mentoring? Well, stick with me because in this week's episode, I want to start a conversation around the competency of coaching and mentoring others. This is a key area in relationship management. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Emotional Intelligence Speaker and Trainer of the Year and Master Coach Trainer. And today I want to continue our conversation by helping you to understand the power of coaching. Now you may or may not know what coaching is. You may have an idea of what you think it is and you may have been exposed to it in some way. So as we start this conversation off for this month, what I want to do is make sure that we firstly set a foundation, a benchmark of understanding around what coaching is and what it isn't. You've heard the term thrown around a lot. And in fact, there are so many coaches out there whether they be coaches that work internally in an organization or those that are running their own practice or people that in their job role do some coaching. It's a word that's used a lot. Unfortunately, with a lot of things, there's a misunderstanding based on differences in the way that people use a term. So what I want to do is just get a point of agreement here. Uh, I'm not looking to say this is it. I'm looking to say this is how I come across and this is how I think of it. And that way you'll understand where I'm coming from as I take you through this month. By the way, coaching is something that I do. However, it's not who I am. So even the term coach can be misunderstood sometimes. So we take the two terms, coaching on one hand, mentoring on the other. Sometimes people will use one or both of those. So for me, a mentor is someone that tells you things, shows you how to do things. Whereas a coach takes you on a journey of self-discovery and then helps you to come up with answers to what it is that you're wanting to do moving forward. So if we look at it in that framework, It'll help us to have a benchmark, as I said, to understand as we go through. And indeed, a coach asks a lot of questions and a mentor tells you a lot of things. But what I want to do is show you how to use coaching and mentoring together so that we get a holistic approach to helping people grow. So as we open this conversation this month, what I want to do is just unpack five key principles for us to understand. And then as we move on next week, 
we'll unpack each of these so that we can go deeper. Having an understanding of these principles will help you to be able to utilize the power of coaching. Let's go. Number one is to wear different hats. I've already talked about coaching and mentoring, and I've talked about the terms being used, and my goal is to be able to make them work together. So what I'm talking about with wearing different hats is that when we go in wearing one hat, i.e. I'm going into a, a situation here and I'm going to coach someone, and that's our intent, what I find is that the results are less than they could be. So remember I said that a coach is about asking questions and about drawing out of you what it is that you need to be aware of so that they can then perhaps help you to move through it. And sometimes that needs some mentoring. So for me, I look at the work that I do with executives all around the world. I coach and I mentor and I don't go in with one or other hat on. I take them both. Sometimes there are things that I can help them uncover and then I can add more value to based on my own experience. And for me, and we'll go into this more in future weeks, it's all about having a coaching conversation where there's permission to do that. So I might say, hey, I have been through a similar situation in my career. Can I help you to understand what I did to overcome that? So in that, I'm wearing two hats. Whenever I go into a training room, if I'm developing a team, I get their permission at the start to wear two hats. As a trainer, I'm giving them information. I'm teaching what they need to know. And then I reserve the right to put on my coach's hat that when there are mindsets and behaviors that are popping up in the room by individually or by the whole group, I can help them to overcome that using the skills of a coach. So what I'm trying to get across to you here is wear different hats. Let's not get too wrapped up in what we call ourselves, but let's make sure that we understand that there's a time for both. Number two is master the fundamentals. Next week, we'll have a look at the fundamentals of coaching and there are some specific skills that we need to master. So whether we're coaching or mentoring, we're able to give the best to the person that we're working with. Those key skills are the ones that we want to make sure that we invest the most energy into. And we do it in a way that says, I'm not master yet, so I'll keep learning incrementally as I go along. Just like any other skill in social and emotional intelligence, it's about being aware of where you are and then incrementally moving forward and bolstering that competency. So looking at those fundamentals as we will next week and then going, what can I do differently next time? What did I do well here? What did I learn? And mastering over a period of time that particular skill. There's just a handful of them. And they are the most powerful for you to be able to bring transformation 
with anyone that you're working with. Number three is to establish a relationship. Coaching is not an event. It's a relationship. It's a relationship between two people or between a coach and a group of people that goes on a journey together. It's a relationship that needs trust, needs mutual understanding, needs respect. It needs support. It needs accountability. It's a relationship where you are walking alongside somebody and you are helping them to go from where they are now to where they want to go. So it's vitally important that right up front, before we get into the do, we both work out who we need to be and we establish a relationship that says it's okay to communicate this way. It's okay to have some disagreement and some conflict and to make sure we know exactly what we're going to do should that arise. One of the things I love to do in a relationship as I'm developing with someone I'm working with is make sure that they understand and can trust me. Make sure that they understand that it's a judgment-free zone, that I'm not there to judge them, I'm there to help them, to understand that what they're talking to me about is confidential between them and myself. And by establishing that bond of trust, I've got a strong relationship where they can lean on me where they can be confident that I'm there to serve and support them. So even though coaching is not being their friend, it's just like having a relationship with another person. It's built on trust and respect and empathy and being able to make a conscious effort to understand each other. Number four, is to frame the conversation. Coaching is a conversation between a coach and a coachee. And there's many conversations and uh, down the track this month, I will take you through a framework to be able to do that. However, today I want us to understand that that's what it is. It's a series of conversations where things are uncovered, where there is awareness built, where there's understanding developed where there's questioning and response, where there's feedback. So making sure that we understand that this is all about going on a journey together, we're going to get much different results. So by going on that journey and having a framework around the conversations that we have, it differentiates between just having that relationship and a friendship to a process that helps take someone from where they are to where they want to go. Frameworks are amazing. I love frameworks because it tells me and gives me a a guideline of what I could do next when I want to take someone to where they want to go. So making sure that a framework is used in our conversations is vitally important as a coach. Number five is to celebrate the milestones. Coaching is all about incremental change. Coaching adds to training, where training gives you what you need to do. Coaching gives you an environment of support and accountability so that you can slowly, step by step, change the 
conditioning of your brain, change the habits, change what you think and get a different result. Along the way on that journey, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be times where you win. Sometimes you're going to learn. However, they are all milestones. And because it's all about an incremental journey, what we want to do is concentrate on progress. When we're coaching with someone, they want to go from here to here, there's a gap. And a lot of times, unless we celebrate the small wins, they may feel that they're not seeing enough change. They're not seeing enough growth. If I'm working in an organization, this is really, really important for people to understand that it's not going to change overnight. The problems that they have have developed over a number of years. So it's going to take change over a longer period of time. When we celebrate progress, not perfection, what we do is we allow the pleasure circuits in our brain to go, hey, that was good, let's do that again. And what that will do is take normal coaching to culture change because people will see themselves differently. People will understand that they can, and that they are good enough. And no matter what the coaching is about, it's all about a person. It's all about the foundations of understanding and belief and values of a person or a group of people. So helping them to celebrate is a big part of the coaching that I do. Because when someone gets that tick of evidence that says, hey, you achieved something, that can be all that's needed sometimes to elevate them to a new level of where it is that they want to go. So there you have five principles that I want to unpack this month. And we're going to go a little bit deeper because I really want you to understand the power of coaching. So remember, there's coaching, there's mentoring. It's not about working out which one. It's how do I combine those together? And I'm going to unpack that as we go through this month. I love the opportunity to work with other human beings, to coach them and to help them to change their life in every area. And I invite you that if you're listening or watching this this month and you're going, hey, that's something that I'd like to do. I'd like to start coaching more in my organization or I'm in my own situation and my own practice. I'd like to step out and become a professional coach. Then reach out and I'd love to help you because the world needs more coaches right now. And we need coaches that understand these fundamental principles. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week when we continue this conversation around coaching and mentoring others, where I unpack the fundamental coaching skills. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.